Hello, this is Pradeep here. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Time Untied. Well, what should I say? I'm still reeling from the impact of last night's accelerating stratospheric level of tennis that two champions brought on to Philip Chatrier in Paris. To say that there has never been a match like this would not be quite accurate. But for sure, there has never been one like this in the recent past. The scoreline read 3-6-6-3-7-6. That was a tiebreak, 7-4. And the fourth in the final set, 6-2. That doesn't say it all. Well, the first set Nadal took, Rafael Nadal took. He's the king of clay. Imagine this. He has, till yesterday, I mean, till yesterday's match was played, he has played as many as 107 matches on this court. And guess how many he has lost out of 107 just Two he has lost. So that says it all. He's the king of clay for sure. So he was definitely the favorite to win yesterday's semi-final, which everyone has a feeling that it is actually the final of French Open because they are the champions. Djokovic is number one. Nadal is number three. Okay, they have been around for, what, I mean, years together, years, years on it. They, I mean, unlike the women's segment, men's segment has been dominated by, apart from these two, of course, by Roger Federer and Andy Murray. But Murray, of course, was a fourth in the quartet and he has stepped back, I mean, mainly because of injury. And... Roger Ferrer is also plagued by injury. He, of course, as you know, he withdrew from this year's French Open midway. So that left us with these two, Rafael Nadal and Novak Djokovic. So as I was saying, the first set got off to a very predictable start. Rafa wrapped it up 6-3. Then on to the second set. That was a bit interesting because Novak sort of was trying to establish his presence on the court, his abilities, his focus, his shots, drop shots, his power, movement, etc. And for the good of tennis, the match, the both the sets were level. Novak won the second set 6-3 by an identical margin. So after that was after nearly two hours of play, close to two hours, one hour 57 or 58 minutes. So we were back to square one, sort of starting over. Third set, that was the set. That was the set, the set. I mean, if 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 anyone wanted to 
really summarize what yesterday's match was all about it was this third set it went neck and neck there was a point when there were two sets all three games all and it three games all and if from there sort of i think it sort of uh that was a crucial point i mean like you know somewhere midway where one really was getting to know who is going to finally stamp his presence it went into a tie break it went into a tie break and uh that was like amazing that was that was that was an amazing tie break um it was it was i don't know novak seemed to be quite cool when he was cool because he didn't have much to lose he he is obviously not the favorite but of course he is a champion number 1 but of course to that extent everybody thought that he has a chance but when it comes to paris when it comes to roland garros it is not anyone other than rafael nadal who is the favorite so to that extent novak didn't have much of uh baggage with him but it was it was rafa who was carrying the pressure it was it was he who seemed to have that uh uh what do i say the the sort of you know he seemed to be under pressure to prove himself and the fact that he is the defending champion was showing in his body language the there was one thing which i thought set this match of yesterday especially the third set apart it is not about the great shots great shots are there plenty in every match every match you get to see superb shots played by different players right cross court down the lines four and down the lines back and cross courts and you know like players rushing to the net and you know picking up the shots and lobbing it and the opponent taking it that's all there but then yesterday more importantly what happened was the ball was traveling to all parts of the court all parts of the court there was exquisite shots played by both the players but the best part of it was that they were all being picked up they were all being picked up players were novak and rafa were covering the length and breadth of the court in an exquisite display of athleticism stamina and mental endurance i mean that's not something that we find very often i mean you find these sparks of brilliance bit in between but to see something so consistent you know so consistent through a match and of such high levels and high such quality that is not that is not something that you find very often i mean you find good strokes good players i mean like good matches but then something of this caliber uh where you know you know that the players are like uh champions 
they are uh, of equal standing there is a one champion taking on the other champion this is not about like one being the underdog and one being the favorite i mean of course now rafa was the favorite but there was no doubt that if about no novak but like if if there is anyone who could beat rafa at paris it was only novak it was only novak to that extent that's why this match was so so interesting so interesting well nadal played some, both of them played some great shots some of some of those great shots from nadal were those beautiful forehand down the line i mean they landed just at the corner of the court i mean like just there i mean like i sheer brilliance sheer brilliance sheer brilliance but what finally also mattered was rafa made Ah, too many unforced errors. I mean, that he kept coming up during the match. Those were what we call mistakes. I mean, what Rafa referred to as mistakes in his post-match press conference. There were 55 unforced errors in comparison to 37 by Novak. So, as Rafa said, I mean, these kinds of mistakes happen. But if you want to win, you can't make these mistakes. And for some reason. Rafa felt that yesterday the shots were not landing in the spots that he wanted them to land. So something was missing. Something was missing. I mean, like which, 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 where you know you can give the credit to Novak. I mean, to say that um, Rafa had eight double faults in comparison to just three by Novak. I mean, that's not to take away the credit that Richly. that richly novak deserves novak really like shall we say brought rafa to the knee he 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 really subdued rafa on his own in his own den that requires some amount of expertise and that needs some amount of uh, that needs some amount of uh, uh uh caliber and that 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 could be done only by novak who raised his game to a level that made it possible well there are highlights of this match it the match lasted 4 hours 11 minutes there is one highlight on the official roland garros website which is 6 minutes 31 seconds long it does no justice to the full match the thrill of the mandar match but then something is better than nothing go and watch something something and there are of course plenty of match reports on websites like bbc tennis.com etc etc if if definitely you should go and watch now what this match also pushed to the background was the other semi final that was between uh sitsipas and stefano sitsipas and alexander zverev that was five setter five setter that also went somewhat uh but that didn't have 
that also was thrilling. I mean, like thrilling. I mean, like it swung from one end to the other. The the the, the score line says it all. I mean, like here, the the first one was won by Sitsipas six three. Sitsipas managed to take the next set as well by a same identical margin six three, but he lost the next two to Zverev, who came back roaring, roaring seven. Zverev came back and he took it to the final set, final set, and well, in the final set it was Sitsipas. So this didn't have the sort of edge of the seat thriller where you know every shot or every game is taken to the wire by the players. I mean, this had a sort of every set seemed to go according to a pattern, and at some point during as each set one knew which way the wind was blowing. Anyway, finally Sitsipas uh, wrapped it up. He will be facing Novak. And don't write off Sitsipas. Novak, you know, is not the king of clay. He has won on grass. Sorry, uh, clay. He has won on clay. Not to dispute his capabilities or caliber on clay. But then Sitsipas is equally talented, equally uh, he's on a run. He he's on a he's on a roll. I should say. I should say roll. He he's on a roll. I mean, like, and I'm sure Novak is not going to take it easy. He's not going to think that okay, I beat Rafa, the crown is mine. No, no. I'm sure he's professional enough not to think like that. There is there are two other matches, like three other sporting events, sort of. You know, we overlooked. Uh, I overlooked. Uh, the other was uh, the cricket match. Like the other is uh, England West in sorry England New Zealand uh, match. The second day's play of the second test uh, that is on at Edgbaston, Birmingham. Yesterday was the second uh, second day. England. Uh, are leading by 74 runs. Uh, day two was yesterday. Uh, England uh, were 303, as you remember. Then New Zealand followed. I mean, New Zealand are batting right now. They are 229 for three, which means they are trailing by 74 runs. So we have today third day. Let's see how it goes. Um, let's hope it uh, yields some results. Uh, I didn't really follow the match. I was fully glued to tennis. I didn't pay much attention to this at all. But if you see yesterday, New Zealand, there was 80 by Conway. Then there was Young who took 82. Uh, but I think Conway's 80 was uh, done in a far better manner. He took them quite fast in 143 balls. There were 12 boundaries in that. And uh, with a strike rate of 56, almost 56, it was really good. So let's see how it goes. Now there is another cricket test match that is happening, which I'm, I'm, I don't think anyone is really following it. Uh, there is a match between West Indies and South Africa that is going on at uh, in West Indies, um, West Indies started off. They 
crumbled to 97 all out they started off after i think they won the toss and elected to bat but they crumbled to 97 south africa um took a huge lead they ratched up 322 they took 322 a huge first innings lead west indies are now batting their second innings they are 82 for 4 and not really in a good um uh, position at all because south africa is leading by 143 runs um and uh, sorry west indies are trailing uh, by 143 runs and they have six wickets in hand so they need to make up 143 runs to make south africa bat again so that will be interesting but the other huge sporting event that has just kicked off is the euro 2020 that is the biggest sporting event ever since pandemic changed our lives that's being that started off yesterday with a great victory it played in italy uh italy the home team uh took a comfortable 3-0 win over turkey i didn't follow it just the score line and brief um briefly i just you know checked out the progress of the match but i was completely blue to tennis anyway uh, euro 2020 is one month full one month uh, till the next uh, month 11th so there is one full month it is going to be played in 11 cities in europe which with full uh, with full uh, precautions to keep the coronavirus at bay so it has just started off so we will have one full month of this football happening so we will have plenty of time it's good that there is lot of sporting events happening this month and the next month there's plenty of it uh some welcome relief from the gloom around some good distraction welcome distraction uh keeping me occupied otherwise there's nothing much i mean there is extremely depressing level of politics that is being played out pretty much everywhere around the globe including in india including in the state of course less said about the pandemic and the lockdown and uh all the accompanying problems less said about that the better so these sporting events sort of give that uh very welcome distraction you know to keep ourselves you know sort of pepped up there's so much of um, energy positivity in sports even though there is somebody losing a match uh, there is always you know excitement and you know a thrill associated with it well that's about it for this episode it's about 20 minutes i don't like to take too much of time on these podcasts so until then until tomorrow bye bye take care stay safe